0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's Padres Mission Podcast. Today is November 13th, 2019. Now, we have a very, very, very exciting podcast for you, but let's go ahead and get all the boring stuff out of the way. My name is Fernando Mendez. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the podcast. This is the Padres Mission Podcast Why do we call it the Padres mission, you ask? Because this is your home for San Diego Padres baseball news and opinions. What is the home of a Padre, you may ask? That is going to be a mission. And this is your Padres mission for news. Now, where can you listen to the show? Obviously, uh, you found your way to this somehow, but uh, feel free to look us up on uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are distributed. If you are interested in sponsoring this podcast, go ahead and send me a email at Fernando Mendez, 2295, at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to help me, uh, you know, help keep the lights on in my apartment, <laughs> you think I'm kidding. Uh, also, that is a very good email address. If you want to go ahead and give me some feedback, Um, I love constructive criticism, anything that can help make my show better. That's uh, what I want to do to try to keep my fans, the fans of the San Diego Padres, happy. I guess I don't have any fans just yet, but maybe I do. Either way, go ahead and let me know Uh, uh, and send me an email. All right. So, today's topic. So, today's topic was actually discovered. on Twitter. Now, it wasn't sent to me. Actually, I found it on Facebook, personally, but I believe it was posted on Twitter. Um, It wasn't sent to me, but I saw it posted on a group on Facebook called the San Diego Padres Fans Uncensored page. There is somebody named Sean Fitch, and the Twitter handle is Fitch underscore Sean, S-H-A-U-N, and he said this... Do these five off-season acquisitions make the Padres a playoff team in 2020? All right. So follow me here. So, first thing. The Padres signing starting pitcher, Zach Wheeler, who is, by the way, one of the top free agent pitchers on the market this year. Four years, $92 million. Second thing. Trading Wilson Contreras, the catcher from the Cubs, for Edward Mejia and Reggie Lawson. Number three, Padres signing free agent second baseman, Scooter Jeanette, to a two-year $18 million deal. Number four, Padres trading for David Price of the Boston Red Sox in exchange for Will Myers' And Eric Lauer. And fifth on the list, and the final thing on the list, Padres signing free agent outfielder Corey Dickerson to a two-year, $18 million contract. All right, so once again, sign Zach Wheeler, trade for Wilson Contreras of the Cubs, give them Edward Mejia, Reggie Larson. Third, sign Scooter Jeanette to a two-year deal worth $18 million. Four, trade for David Price of the Boston Red Sox, in exchange for Will Myers and Eric Lauer. And fifth, sign Corey Dickerson. All right, so let's get started in chronological order. So, number one, sign Zach Wheeler to a four-year deal worth $92 million. Okay, Zach Wheeler, 29 years old. Let's go ahead and talk about his stats last season. So he had an ERA of four point or sorry, he had a war of four point one. So wins above replacement. So how many wins does Zach Wheeler himself create? On average he creates about four. Um, okay, you know, I mean that's not horrible, especially not for a starting pitcher who, you know, only takes the ball every fifth day. Now, the Padres, record-wise, let's put it lightly, did not do that hot. So, they need to do whatever they can to try to create wins. So, last season, they were 70-92. and Sorry, uh, did a little bit of juggling there to find the uh, win loss total so 70 92 they were in the absolute cellar of the NLS not, not by much though the Rockies were 71 91 so uh, you know they were uh, they were flirting with last place there okay so as I said 4.1 war okay he has 11 wins and eight losses let me put that into perspective the Padre's Best pitcher, record-wise, once again, record-wise, was Joey Lucchese, a.k.a. Joey Fuego. 10 wins, 10 losses, with a 4.18 ERA. Um, you know, obviously their best pitcher, in most fans' opinion, including myself, was Chris Paddock. But, uh, I mean, even he was 9-7 and with a 3.33 ERA. And though that ERA was great, he only produced 9 wins for you. So, Zach Wheeler was 11 and 8. Okay. So, in 2019, the 29 year old Zach Wheeler made $5.9 million. Okay. That's nothing crazy, but we all know he's going to get way more than that. Okay. We'll talk a little bit uh, right now about what he's per, uh, projected to get. Uh, obviously, this fan thought a four years, ninety-two million, uh, is respectable uh, of something to offer him, and uh, he's pretty close. But um, he had a three point ninety-six ERA last season, so three point nine six ERA puts him as far as you know primary starting pitchers. That puts him number two only behind Chris Paddock. And, uh, I mean, it probably puts him ahead of Chris Paddock in the ace category for the simple fact of, you know, he got to start in uh, more games. I mean, Chris Paddock started in 26 games. Zach Wheeler started in 31 games. So, I mean, Zach Wheeler's still probably your ace in that um, regard. So, what is Zach Wheeler expected to make? So, he is expected to get a contract of four years, $93 million, which breaks down to roughly $23 million per year. So, I mean, that's fairly on par with uh, what this gentleman on uh, uh, social media had to say. So, you know, I mean, you can't get mad about that. Now, Zach Wheeler's projected numbers. All right, follow me on this. 10 wins, 8 losses, a 4.4 ERA. So that's what's expected of him. So, you know what? If we can get him for all, you know, exactly what I said, he can produce minimal those numbers, I don't see why not. I mean, Chris Paddock is a touchy subject, but I don't think that I'm ready to label him as an ace just yet. Can he be a number one starter? Absolutely. I'd say probably 2021, maybe 2022. He'll be a number one starter. For now, he's probably a number two, number three starter. Now, is he going to be an ace once again? I mean, an ace and a number one starter are completely different things, completely different ballgames. So, I mean, we'll have to see where we are on that. But, yes, if we can get Zach Wheeler for that price, four years, break it down. Who knows? Maybe you can backload the contract just in case. or You know, they can figure it out to make it a little more appealing. But uh, yeah, I say we do that. All right, I'll come back with topic number two in just a second. Hang tight. All right, so topic number two, trade for Wilson Contreras of the Chicago Cubs. We would give them Edward Mejia and prospect Reggie Larson. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about Wilson Contreras first. For those of you guys who don't know, he is a catcher for the Chicago Cubs, now let's talk about his 2019 stats. Okay. So he had batted 272. That was his batting average, obviously. He had 24 home runs, 64 RBIs, and he had a 3.1 war. So three wins, just a little over three wins, uh, is what he's going to be able to grant your team. So you signed Zach Wheeler. You trade for Wilson Contreras. I mean, that already, in theory, gives you three wins. And that's if everything goes perfectly, of course. So, I mean, you know, all of a sudden, the Padres are at 76 wins. If you combine those two six wins, okay. So that all of a sudden brings you to fourth in the division last season. You know, obviously, we're assuming no other factors change. But, you know, you copy and pasted those guys in there. And at this point, they're only one game away. With 76 wins from being third in the division, and uh, the Giants did flirt with the you know wild card spot for a little bit because at the trade deadline people were like, oh, are they going to decide to go for it? Are they going to keep Madison Bumgarner, Will Smith, yada yada yada? Um, okay, so he Wilson Contreras is arbitration eligible. He will not be a free agent until the uh, 2023. So he is going to make 4.5 million dollars this season. Assuming his numbers are about the same as they were last season, I think he's going to outplay that. I mean, 4.5 million for a 272 batting average, 24 home runs, 64 RBIs from a catcher, you'll take that. Especially cuz you know, there is such a shortage in Major League Baseball for quality talent behind the dish. Padres fans know that. Austin Hedges up for debate. I'd like to make a whole podcast about him. And uh, as I said in previous episodes, I'm also an Angels fan, and the Angels for years have struggled to find a catcher. So, you know, it's just, there's maybe 10 to 12 actual quality Major League catchers in Major League Baseball right now. But, uh, you know, that's also another topic for a different day. You know, um, he's going to be making $4.5 this year. But he is projected to, uh, his numbers are projected to be a, a 263 batting average. He's projected to have 19 home runs and 63 RBIs. So, you know, 263, his, his batting average is expected to go down just a little bit from 272 this season. He's projected to go down to 263. So, you know, not, not a huge drop off. Uh, he's projected to have 19 home runs instead of 24. But keep in mind, he does play in Chicago, at least at the current moment. If he does go to a place like San Diego, this isn't as hitter-friendly as Chicago. The wind doesn't blow the way it does over there. Those home run numbers might actually decrease. He might be looking at more like 13 to 15, but hopefully I'm wrong. 63 RBIs, that's about on par with the 64 he had this year. And he's projected to have about 403 at-bats. So uh, person. So, this was not on the projections that I looked up. But I'm projecting all that to amount to about a 2.8 war. That's just uh, my rough calculations. So, you know, perhaps he's not a bad option. Okay, now what would we have to give up? So let's start off with Edward Mahe... Edward Mejia was, of course, involved in that Brad Hand trade. That was, you know, a huge trade at the time. They traded, what, Simber and Brad Hand, I believe. I I, I don't quite remember on the the Simber, but I definitely know that Brad Hand was involved in that trade. So let's talk about 2019 for Edward Mejia, or Francisco Mejia. My apologies, I got his name wrong. (laughs) Francisco Mejia. So he had 226 at-bats in the Major League level. He batted 265. He had 8 home runs, 22 RBIs. All those numbers combined to a negative .7 war. So, he didn't quite lose you a full game, but he was pretty close. Yikes. Not exactly what we expected of him, but... He never really had a full chance and a full opportunity to show what he can do. Now, he did show flashes. Then again, Luis Durango showed flashes. Sean Burroughs showed flashes. Janet Jackson showed flashes in the Super Bowl show. But uh, we're not going to get to that. Uh, Yikes. Uh. Shout out to San Diego on that one, right? That's exactly what we're remembered for. The last time the Raiders made the Super Bowl and Jenna Jackson. Anyway, yeah, so Everett Mahia is expected to make uh, $556,000 this year. So, I mean, he's still costing you less, basically nothing. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's league minimum, and if it's not, it's uh, pretty darn close to it. He's not supposed to be a free agent until 2025. So, you know, once again, I mean, he's not hurting you. He's not clogging up anyone's development, really. I mean, he's kind of the guy that everyone's expecting to step up. It was supposed to be him and Austin. And uh, up to this point, none of them has stepped up. So, I mean, we'll, we'll really have to see. So let's talk a little bit about Reggie Larson. Reggie Larson is a 2016 uh, draft pick and uh he hasn't amounted to much at all really i mean yeah he's uh he's had it pretty rough so um yeah let's go ahead and uh, talk about him so he's got a 15 and 12 career minor league era keep in mind he was drafted in 2016 15 and 12 It's been quite a while, and I mean, there's no results really on either front. I mean, he's won some, he's lost some, he's almost dead even. ERA, 5.09, also not very good. In four seasons, he has 249 strikeouts, also not very good. In, I mean, 2018 was where most of those strikeouts came. He had 117 strikeouts. So, I mean, yeah. All right. Now, do I think this trade should happen? Yeah, probably. It will make the Padres better. Will this trade actually happen? Probably not. I mean, come on. If you're the Cubs, awful trade. I mean... Mejia just isn't really going to get the job done for you as a team. Um, and, you know, Reggie Larson isn't going to be helping you anytime soon. So if you're the Cubs, I mean, I realistically, I'm not taking this trade. I, I can't possibly see how they would take the trade. But let's just say in a hypothetical situation, yeah, okay, that already gives the Padres an extra six wins. You're sitting on 76 wins right now. All right. Uh, so we'll get to number three, Scooter Jeanette, right after this. And we're back. Mini topic number three, signed Scooter Jeanette. Two-year deal, $18 million. I like Scooter Jeanette. Trust me, I do. My godfather is a big Cincinnati Reds fan, so I got to see Scooter Jeanette play. You know, I like what he does out there. I like how he tries. Uh, plus that four-home run game a couple years ago. That was incredible. It doesn't happen all the time. So that was something that was really cool to see done. But he made $9.7 million last season, which, you know, doesn't seem too crazy in the grand scheme of things because this is Major League Baseball. But his war was negative 0.7. His stats, he had 30 hits, two home runs, He batted 220, and he had 11 RBIs. Yeah, that's not getting it done there, big fella. So, I mean, I can already tell you that's a big, big, big no-no for me. You're falling in love with the name Scooter Jeanette more so than you're falling in love with the stats. You should always be looking at the stats before you post that. So, I mean, I'm already going to tell you guys that's a big no. I mean, if we're really, really trying to see if these moves are going to make us a playoff team, I I can already tell you that's a no. Keep in mind, we already have Ian Kinsler, who's already clogging up the development at second base for some guys like uh, Urias, who I, I I get it. Some people are not sold on him. I've seen him play in Lake Elsinore. I've seen him play in the World Baseball Classic. Give him a shot. Give the kid a chance. Let the kid play. Anyway, let's talk real quick about Ian Kinsler. His 2019 was pretty atrocious, too. But, on the bright side, he's only costing you negative 0.3 wins. That's his war. Negative 0.3. But, hey, it's an improvement from negative 0.7, right? He's only almost losing you half a game. In comparison, almost losing you a full game like Scooter Jeanette. Anyway, back to Ian Kinsler. He had 258 at bats. He had a pretty short season. He had 56 hits, nine home runs, and a two point seven or sorry, a point two seventeen batting average with 22 RBIs. I get it, not stellar, but he doubled down on RBIs that Scooter Jeanette did the season before. He, uh, you know, more than times four the amount of home runs that Scooter Jeanette got. Um, his batting average uh, was a little lower. Uh, but, I mean, you know, Ian Kinsler, I mean, he had that big home run this year at Petco Park where, uh, you know, he said uh, that uh, very, very mean thing about us fans that made everybody angry. But, uh, hey, you know, what, could, uh, what can you do? But, uh, yeah, no. Sign Scooter Jeanette, absolutely no way. You already have Ian Kinsler, I mean... It's just it's a lost cause, especially if you're trying to compete just against the playoffs. Yeah this this is not it, my guy. This is not it. Okay, you know what? Uh, let's keep that short and sweet because we all know that's a big no. And let's go to topic mini topic number four. Trade for David Price of the Boston Red Sox. So he is signed uh, from this season of 2022. He's getting 32 million per year, which equals 96 million dollars. Yikes! It's a lot of money. Anyway, let's talk about his 2019 stats. Uh, you know what? Actually, 32 million dollars per year. Think about what you can do for 32 million with just one player. Let alone the fact that it's David Price. We can use that money on something much, much better. But uh, yeah, $96 million total. Yeah, it's crazy. 2019 stats. His war was only 1.9. So, you know, let's just say you plugged him in here. So he's going to get us about two wins. So all of a sudden you're sitting on uh, 78 wins. You're in third place. Yeah. You're still not a playoff team. Yeah. You're especially not in this division. Dodgers winning 106 games? Yeah, no. Definitely not. Okay. So, he had a 7 and 5 record. He had an ERA of 4.28. And he started 22 games. So, he started a fairly normal amount of games for a starting pitcher. Only had 7 wins and 5 losses. So, I mean, what? 12 decisions? Yeah, 12 decisions. And a 4.28 ERA. Sorry, if you're making $32 million a year, you should not be giving me a 4.28 ERA. Keeping the threes, okay, that's fine. You know, even the high threes. But as soon as you hit that four threshold, it's a little much. So, I mean, that alone is going to be a no for me. But, you know, let, let's talk about the rest of that. I mean, I wouldn't want to trade Eric Lauer for for David Price. I mean, you know, you never know with Eric Lauer. I mean, you know, there's... Some potential there. I mean, 8 wins, 10 losses, 4.45 ERA. I mean, that's it's already better. You already have more wins. Sure, you have more losses as well. But, I mean, the ERA isn't even that far off. Keep in mind, David Price, 4.28 ERA, $32 million. Eric Lauer, 4.45 ERA. I don't know how much he made, but it can't be anywhere near that amount of money. Seriously, it's insane to me. That is insane in the membrane. Okay. So, let's talk about who they wanted to trade, you know, in that deal to get David Price. Will Myers. Yeah, trust me, I get it. Will Myers is no longer the fan favorite he was in 2016. His war in 2019, once again we're talking about Will Myers, was negative 0.3. So, hey, just like our buddy Ian Kinsler, they can combine to lose almost or more than half a game. So that's fun. He had 435 at-bats. So, I mean, for Will Myers, that's probably what I would consider a healthy season. He had 104 hits. He had 18 home runs, which is respectable. That's, you know, about league average. .239 batting average, which definitely not good. By any stretch of the imagination. And he had 53 RBIs. So, yeah, he struggled to say the least. And then, you know, I kind of already gave you Eric Lauer's uh, numbers. 8 wins, 10 losses, 4.45 ERA. Now, let me tell you who they can trade for instead. So, I'm okay with getting rid of Will Myers. You know, I understand they're going to need to make a salary dump with him. I get it. I mean, he is about to be one of the highest-paid Padres uh, come this season. I mean, what, he's going to be the second highest-paid? Give me a second here. Yeah, so Manny Machado is going to be the highest-paid at $30 million. Will Myers, $20 million. Sorry, it's going to be adjusted to $22 million. $22 million. He's making more than Eric Hosmer this year. I mean out of the five the top five Padres, I mean you have Garrett Richards. Uh well yeah, so you have Garrett Richards. Um, you know, being an Angels fan, I can vouch that Garrett Richards is very talented. He's just always hurt. You know, he always has some bad luck. So let's hope that he can, you know, figure it out this season because he's really dominant when he's good. You got Eric Cosman making twenty million, Will Myers also making twenty million. But, you know, after the adjusted, you know, everything, he's going to make 22, Eric Hosmer is making 21, and then Manny Machado is making 32. Oh, and then number five, sorry, my apologies that you forgot the uh, Kirby Yates, the uh, the best closer in baseball at the moment, also was an angel. They uh, they dumped him, but hey, their loss is the Padres' game. Can't complain about having the best closer in baseball, let alone picking him out of the garbage can called the waiver wire. So, uh, yeah. So, as I was saying, potters need a salary dump i propose that they trade will myers for anthony god i'm gonna mess this up Descalfini from the cincinnati reds okay so here was his 2019 he had a 2.6 war he had a uh, even record nine wins nine losses era of 3.89 that's respectable right okay so here's what he's projected to do in 2020 nine wins nine losses ERA of 4.35. So his ERA is projected to go up a little bit. But think about it. If you move him to Petco Park, which is a pitcher-friendly ballpark, it's probably going to decrease a little bit. Um, you know, I would imagine he's going to help you get a couple wins as well. I mean, you know, we're probably, once again, looking at about three to four wins. Even though he's going to give you nine wins. How many can he single-handedly give you? Probably about three is what I would imagine his WAR. Would be so right now we're sitting at you know about 81 82 wins. Diamondbacks were at 85, so you've already almost caught up. Once again, assuming this was this year, you take you cut uh copy and pasted these guys in there. So obviously, they're not simply going to trade uh D. Scalfini. I keep I feel like I'm going to keep saying his name wrong for Will Myers. They're not going to do that straight up. So I propose the Padres trade Anderson Espinosa, who is their. 29-ranked prospect. He was part of the Drew Pomeranz deal, so the uh, Padres did get him from the Red Sox. And he's already had two Tommy John surgeries at his age. He isn't projected to make it to the majors till about 2021, uh, maybe 2022. Uh, I mean, the fact that he's had two Tommy John surgeries might already mess that up. But yet, you know, the fact that he is on the top 30, might make this interesting for the Reds. Uh, and then obviously you're probably, since you're going to be dumping Will Myers, you're probably going to have to take one of their bad contracts. Um, maybe Kevin Gossman, who's making $10.6 million, or you know Sonny Gray, who's going to be making ten point one. I mean, Sonny Gray's worked out for them. But, uh, I mean, those are just a couple examples. It'll probably have to be a, a bad contract for a bad contract. I mean, there's not too much... Uh, uh, I, any other way around it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you can do that deal, Will Myers, Anderson Espinosa for Anthony DiScalfini, and, you know, whoever the Reds want to dump, I say it's a done deal. But, uh, yeah, David Price for Will Myers and Eric Lauer. <laughs> Rich person laugh. <laughs> Rich person laugh. So, yeah, definitely not going to happen. All right, number five, Corey Dickerson, sign him to a uh, gosh. Uh, what did uh, what did the gentleman say? Um, pardon me there. Okay, so uh, two years, eighteen million dollars. Yes, yes, hundred times yes. Twenty nineteen stats: three point zero four batting average, twelve home run, fifty nine RBIs. I mean, in this hypothetical world where Will Myers has been traded. You got to go for Corey Dickerson. I mean, I don't see why not. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to handicap you for years. It's not going to stunt any development. And then keep in mind, Travis Jankowski has been traded as well to the Cincinnati Reds. So, I mean, at this point, hey, why not? Now, will the uh, Padres be a playoff team? If all this happens, who knows? Um I mean, like I said, right now, I'm projecting at about eighty three wins or you know eighty eight somewhere in there, so I mean you know i i I really don't know I mean there's a lot that has to go right they they really do, but um let me see. So, yeah, I mean, no. If they do that stuff I mentioned right there, I mean, they're probably not going to be a playoff team. I mean, let's look at the wild card for this season. Nationals had 93 wins. Milwaukee Brewers had 89 wins. <clears throat> and then afterward were the New York Mets at 86. They were the on the outside looking in. Then the Arizona Dynamics at 85. Then the Cubs at 84. Then the Phillies at 81. So... We're probably looking at the Padres, like I said, in the eighty lower 80s. So I would probably, if I had to put a firm number, I would have said about 83 wins. So I would have put them right above the 81 and 81 Phillies and right below the 84 and 78 Cubs. So, yeah, I mean, chances are they're probably not a playoff team, if all that, you know, with just these simple moves. You know, can they, if they did other things? Yeah, probably. I mean, you look at uh, Kirby Yates' numbers last year, and he had five losses. So, uh, well, I mean, what, those are blown saves, right? Can I, uh, let me see, can I find a stat on blown saves? I I, I don't, but I mean, you know, if a uh, closer loses a game, typically it's a blown save. That's assuming they all those were in-save opportunities, they probably weren't. Um, wow, now I'm really curious. Can I find a blown save stat? No, no, it's not showing me. But, I mean, yeah, like I said, I mean, well, regardless, he was still the best closer in baseball He had a, or last season. He had a 93.2 save percentage. Uh, no holds. Oh, he had three blown saves and he lost five. So just imagine if those three saves were not blown. All of a sudden, this is a whole different ballgame. All of a sudden, we're looking at a team that, you know, is flirting with 90 wins. So, you know, if that's the case, if Kirby H has, dare I say, an even better year than he had last year, and you make all these moves, there you go. Now we're in business. And... Garrett Richards comes back. Even if he's a fragment of himself and he gives you five wins, now, by all means, you're a playoff team. So, you know, this is kind of a hypothetical situation where, you know, the positives of last year from the guys we just mentioned, you know, trading for and signing happen. And the good of the Padres last season or, you know, the guys who were hurt, the goods they've had in the years past – That, uh, you know, there's some kind of weird place of nirvana where everything just kind of coexists. Now, if that's the case, then yeah, absolutely. I mean, the Padres are, I mean, on paper, not only a playoff team. I mean, they're a World Series contender. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do this offseason, to say the least. But uh, that was a really, really fun episode for me to get a chance to do. Now, uh, if you guys want to see or hear more stuff like this, once again, go ahead and email me at fernandomendez2295 at gmail.com and let me know, hey, that episode, that was pretty cool, man. I want to hear more just like it. Send me any and all your baseball questions. I'd love to get a chance to answer them, especially more like this. That was a lot of fun. Uh, Yeah, if you guys have any other hypothetical baseball situations you guys want to hear, go ahead and uh, send me an email. Thank you guys very much for hanging in on this very, very long episode. But I feel like I had to uh, make up for it because I've had so many hit-and-run episodes. I had to, uh, you know, play some small ball, right? I had to uh, punt the guys over, steal some bases, drive a ball in the gap. All right, guys. Thank you guys very much for joining us. Have a great rest of your week.